Welcome to the Inside Carolina Post Game Podcast, sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt and JohnnyT-Shirt.com. Post game comes Dewey Burke. I'm your host, Tommy Ashley. Carolina uh, basically runs it back. Same result, similar result as down in Miami. Wake Forest, 98. UNC, 76. No Tim Duncan on that court. No Chris Paul on that court for Wake Forest. Um, But they did have Williams and LaRavia that put work on Carolina for to the tune of 54 points from the two of them. Dewey, let's try to make some sense if possible. What do you say? I feel like we just had this conversation. Um, you know, we, I thought we actually got some decent looks in the first half, didn't make any of them, but our defense was abysmal. You know, an interesting part of looking at the team stats is they had 32 field goals, but only 11 assists. And it was those two guys just beating us one-on-one and that little spurt by the kid who came back from the Achilles making those threes right in a row, but those are off his own bounce. And like a lot of these baskets were unassisted, like just their guy looking at our guy and saying, you can't guard me and you're not gonna. And, you know, there's, there's a manhood challenge layered into what I just said that I think, and, and Williams from the from the opening tip was chirping, talking to Leakey. Like, I didn't know who he was. I'd never, I mean, and I hadn't seen Wake. So I had to look up. I was like, is this dude from Winston or something? Like, what? Nope. He came from Oklahoma. He played with Brady. Like, I, he was just chippy and had a lot to say and then backed it up. And we we had no answer. Shot the ball terribly. And we only ended up with 11 turnovers. It felt like 25 um, because they got a basket off every one of them. But it feels like we just had this conversation after the Miami game. Carolina shot 33% from the field, 27 of 81. If my math is right, they missed 54 shots. I think that's right. Six of 28 from free throw line – or excuse me, from three-point line. They did out-rebound Wake. They had more second-chance points. Um, But you're right. That number – normally, we look at that assist number and say, well, they're not sharing the basketball. And that's not a good thing, especially the way Carolina normally plays. But to your point, Wake Forest just took them off the bounce, just wore them out individually. And, you know, LaRavia averaged 15 coming in. I think he had 16 or 18 going into half. He ends up with 31. And Williams, you're right. I thought they just came, and I agree with the manhood challenge type thing, quite frankly. I mean, when a guy talks to you, tells you what he's going to do, and then does it repeatedly on the basketball court, um, you got to either man up or get out of there. Um, Carolina struggled mightily on the defensive end. We could talk about it ad nauseum. We've talked about it at least four times this season. But, Dewey, what's next? I mean, they've got Monday night. Wednesday night, and I believe next Saturday night, all in the Smith Center. What in the world is next for this team that seems to be spiraling downward pretty quickly? I don't know. They got to find some. They got to find some toughness. They got to find some pride. Uh, find a way to to be winners. I mean, I just don't. I don't see winners out there. 
And that's, it's, that's like, it's not like an easy thing for me to say, like, I always want to be in the corner of the program and everything, but like, I just don't see winning plays. I don't see winning attitudes. I don't, I just, I don't see winners, you know, and uh, that needs to change. I mean, it, they play fine when they're playing well and things are going good, but you know, adversity hits and we just, we don't, we don't dig in. And so they got to find a way to win a game ugly, you know, where they're not making shots and they just dig it out of the dirt and they'll learn something from that. They'll learn something from that about each other. And they just, they haven't shown that they, you know, so they've got, there's a lot of soul searching to do. And yeah, I really don't care what people's reaction is to my comments on the, on these, but I'm telling you guys, this is not, this is not all Hubert. This is not all Hubert. He's got his, his hand in it and he's not reaching them with what he's trying to get across, you know, uh, but he, for, at least from me, is going to get the benefit of the doubt and deserves more time to figure out how he's going to coach and run this program. The players don't need more time to have heart. That's where I'm at. Well, I, I, you know, I think Hubert has a hand in it, but I also think folks need to look at the last three years and realize what went on um, and what changed and what hasn't changed. Um, they changed coaches. The results have been very similar with this, with the same guys, the same core group of guys. So, uh, I mean, you were on some teams that were competitive. You've been around basketball forever. You're a former Carolina guy. And I'm going to ask you point blank. What, what is it like to watch as a former guy that wore a Jersey? I've asked you that before in good times. I'm going to ask you that now in bad times. Um, it's gotta be tough. I, we've seen Theo Pinson come out and, and make comments. We've seen, I saw PJ Harrison had some comments. Um, I, you know, I've seen other guys. I'd love to hear Joel Berry's comments that are going on the ACC network as we do these, this podcast. Uh, but what's it like to see what was once a mighty thing struggling so mightily now? Yeah, it's, um, it's really hard. It's really hard. Um, and it's, it's because you look on the bench. Like, I don't know any of these current players. I, I still feel bad for them and what this feels like, even though I was obviously just very critical of them and, and that they need to find some heart. But the hardest thing is to look at the staff and all the people over there that I'm so close to, including Hubert. But, you know, Hubert and Sean and Freddie and Jackie and Hoots, like those guys are dying. And that is hard. That's the hardest part for me, me individually. Um, I just, yeah, they just don't, they, they don't have enough in here for me right now. And that's where I'm at. They don't, they don't have the heart that they should that and that's easy for me to say what is what does that even mean what is that they should mean um that we believe our program holds itself to and and being a player there and i was just a walk-on right i mean i didn't play a lot and um 
I get that, but man, I cared a lot. And so did all the guys I played with. It was, I don't know. It didn't look like that. Yeah. I don't really have much else to say, uh, you know, and I, and I know you don't either. I don't, Carolina's got to figure it out. And I agree with you. Um, I posted on Twitter. It's not a, it's not a talent issue. It's, it's an athleticism issue. Some, um, but it's more of an I versus we issue and individually they're not a very good sum of parts and uh and so the question is what happens carolina's got three home games in a row culminating with state next saturday in the smith center um last question before we do get out of here because there's really no reason to keep banging it is can it change in your opinion can a player's mentality change you've been around athletes all your life um and you are one uh, is that a possibility for that just to change or click overnight? How does that, how does that happen? Or, or as somebody posted, it is what it is. It's a great question. You know, I don't, I don't know, you know, can there be, can there, what you're asking is, can there be like a seminal moment that happens um, whether it's in a game or not, whether it's in the locker room or at practice or, so like, can there be this thing that shifts it? Um, I don't know. I mean, that, 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 after you watch those last two games, it seems like that's very hard to, to envision. Um, but there are, there are really good people over there on the sideline that want this to work. And obviously Hubert and the staff are, are trying or have come close to trying just about everything. And, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll try something that works, you know, that, that'll help get these kids to, I hate that. I just play with more heart. I just, I don't see that right now. I don't see them bleeding for it you know like i don't see i don't see that and so um I, you know it's so easy to, to keep saying stuff like this but like i i played with guys like it didn't it wouldn't matter what coach williams said it didn't matter it was irrelevant you know was he a great motivator and pull us together and of course all those things but like it didn't it didn't matter like it didn't know they didn't care it was like the personal pride part of it was such a factor that it didn't matter what your coaches said. Like the coaches were like just a part of the preparation process. But like when, when I step in between those lines, like I'm, I'm a different dude and this is, this is important to me and I'm going to play like it. Uh, and I just, I just don't see that right now. And, uh, and it may, because they're feeling it, they're feeling the criticism and they know they're not doing well. And, and so they're self-conscious or whatever, but this is, this is the big leagues. So figure it out. Absolutely. Figure it out. Look in the mirror. The mirror will tell you everything that you need to know. Dewey Burke. Appreciate you taking time, my friend. Thanks, Tommy. Johnny T-Shirt, thanks for being our sponsor. Inside Carolina listeners and readers, rate us, review, and subscribe. As always, 
Be safe. Take care. We'll talk again soon. What's up, y'all? This is four-time NBA champ Andre Iguodala. Yo, and this is his best friend, the Ohio State legend, Evan Marcel Turner the first. Every Wednesday, we drop a new episode on our show, Point Four. We're talking basketball, business, and all the culture in between. From locker room stories to some basketball analysis from those who've been in the game. Now, it is a dude average 29 and 11. God, what it take to be an all-star? A win. Subscribe to Point Forward, the podcast, so you don't miss a thing.